You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Big day, big day today, 4 o'clock today. D'Amico Ryans will be introduced as the next head coach of the Houston Texans. It is a move that seems to be universally lauded by people both in Houston and outside of Houston, and certainly many of D'Amico Ryan's former teammates, any of them that have spoken, have said glowing things about D'Amico Ryan's. Joining us right now is one of those former teammates. He is a good friend. He is a former Houston Texans center. Chris Myers joining us right now on Pain and Pendergast. Chris, how you doing, man? Doing great, fellas. How you guys been? We're doing good. We're doing great, man. It's good to hear your voice. Where are you right now, Chris? Uh, I'm in Philly. Okay. So that's okay. So yeah, yeah, Philly's home right now for you, right? Yeah, Dude. we moved up here uh, about 2016, so we're going on seven years, six and a half, seven years. Are you uh, are you an angry, aggressive jerk yet? <laughs> it's kind of ingrained in the nature up here to be that way, but uh, <laughs> you know, just. Uh, I guess it gets a bad rap nationally, but, but um, you know, when you kind of live here all day long and uh, all year long, your kids get ingrained in the, the old Northeast way <laughs> of like, things. I think like, I, I'm not, but I my kids are. Of, <laughs> I think the, I think the se- seven months of winter up here sometimes gets everybody uh, yeah. ornery. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Okay, good. Well, we, we'll have to ask you about this Super Bowl at some point before we finish this conversation. But obviously, as you know, the big story here is D'Amico Ryan's coming back in here. What What was your reaction when you saw the news obviously there was a lot of smoke that he was going to eventually get this job throughout the last couple of weeks but when it was finally official uh what was your reaction i i think it's par for the course like every other person you'll probably talk to um once he landed a job as one as a former teammate in front of his um just so ecstatic and so happy for him um you know from a guy that um you know, was running the, the, the number one rated defense in the league. Uh, and I've been listening to you guys the past couple segments. Um, it's just perfect fit. It couldn't have been a better situation for the Texans to fall into. And, you know, I think you guys touched on it. It's He was lauded by every single team that needed a head coach right now. So for the Texans to land their guy on top of every other team wanting to be able to have D'Amico, um, it was just a, a home run. And, you know, you, you just hope uh, everything kind of – falls in a place where he can get full control and make the choices that he wants to make and um, and be able to kind of mold this team into his vision. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for the future of the Texans right now. Chris, you've been retired for a while now, and you've seen this a lot, I'm sure, where guys, you know, there's, there's guys and how they act and behave and what they're good at as their players, but that doesn't necessarily always transfer into what they do after football. So – like what parts of D'Amico as a player do you see transferring to how he is as a coach? And maybe, maybe in some ways, how is he different? The number one thing I always tell people about D'Amico, um, well, there was a reason why his nickname was Cap. 
Everyone called him Cap, as in captain, obviously. Um, he was the captain of our defense, let alone the entire team, uh, when he was in Houston. Um, and his ability, he has this innate, silent ability, Someone like, uh, somewhat like the um, ability of Andre Johnson. They're kind of quiet leaders. Now, D'Amico did speak a lot uh, as leader of the defense, but he has this ability to just lead and have guys follow him. And he led by example, and he was a very, very big mentor to the younger guys, too, as well. And I think he took those intangibles and brought them to the coaching world. Uh, and for him to be able to have the season that he just had with the 49ers and to be the number one guy uh, across the board for a lot of teams uh, speaks volumes for who he is as a person and his character. You know, as you say that, and I've seen a lot of people talk about how he was with the younger guys. My last year in the NFL was his rookie year, so I didn't get to, to see that necessarily. Um, I You think about various coaches that have done very well with maybe younger guys that either aren't fully mature yet or, you know, have some growing up to do or have off-field issues. Like, how do you how do you see him working with perhaps guys like that? I just think it's a, a great situation to be in. You look at a lot of young coaches that have come into the league the past five to ten years, Sean McVay and, and, and likes of that. He has the ability to be able to build this into an organization where he can mold it and hire other young blood in there. And you guys touched on the last segment or two segments ago, the team is hungry. The team's a fighting team. Um, the record wasn't indicative of what the talent that they had on the roster and what they could have done. Um, it's just been kind of a turnkey kind of situation the past few seasons here. And to be able to have some solidity and comfort knowing that they had their guy and you can actually just focus on what you put on the field, the X's and O's, and the commitment to winning every single uh, week is what I'm excited as a former alumni uh, to be able to kind of like watch the Texans and, and uh, build for the future. Okay, here, I'll make it more specific now. I was thinking about this. Because I was, I was thinking about that 2011 roster. I'm like, okay, which guys might have needed some, some uh, advisement from an older guy? And I was looking through, and I'm like, man, there's some good dudes here. There's like, like Whitney Merciless, Tim Dobbins, Brooks Reed. And then I got it. Ryan Brayman. Like, what was, uh, <laughs> what was, what was D'Amico's interaction like with Brian Brayman? Was there like some kind of a, a mentorship dynamic there? <laughs> You know, he he was a guy that came in um, that was, you know, kind of a off-kilter personality, to say the least. And for him to be able to come in and have a guy like, like D'Amico and, and Cushing and guys that were the veteran leader captains of this team and to be able to kind of mold his own game around it. Now, guys like a, a Brayman are going to be able to kind of uh, blaze their own trail of sorts <laughs> yeah. in, 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 in a good way. Um, but, no, to your point, though, there's guys that are always looking to be led. There's not yeah. always guys that are just going to want to be that main leader guy, and that's going to kind of happen um, throughout the season or throughout their career. But there's always guys that need to be mentored. I had it as my first couple years when I was in Denver with the Broncos. Tom Nail and Matt Lefsis, the older guys, the guys that have been around, you look to them. When you go in as a freshman in college, you always look to the veterans to kind of be able to lead. And D'Amico was always that guy from day one. He just became a natural leader. And I think that's why he's having so much success at a young age as a head coach, or now head coach in the NFL. Chris Myers, former Texan center, joining us on Sports Radio 610. All right, good. Chris, I'm glad you mentioned to the audience that you're in Philadelphia because this is appropriate for this D'Amico Ryan's conversation. Um, the, the reaction in Philly to this, because, of course, we all know D'Amico got traded from here to the Eagles. I got a text from my aunt who lives – she's a lifelong Philadelphian, lives in Doylestown. She was congratulating me yesterday on the D'Amico Ryan siren. She's a Philadelphian – what has the reaction been? Because I think it's 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 very. Uh, I think it says a lot about D'Amico Ryan's that Philadelphia people are reacting the way they are. Can you give us your your view of how it's being 
viewed up there. D'Amico Ryan's getting hired by the Texans. Yeah, even on uh, the morning show out here on WIP, uh, there's nothing but positive reviews. Um, I, I think that's also just speaks volumes for who he is as a person and, and, and in the football world, uh, in the circles that he runs in, no one has a negative thing to say about D'Amico. Um, and, I mean, you see it all over on ESPN and, and the radio waves out here and down there with you guys. Everyone is just ecstatic about what he's going to do as a head coach. They want to see that next step. Um, so up here in Philly, though, I mean, like I was just texting with, uh, you know, ex, ex, um, texting Connor Barwin up here. You know, he's a, a player development guy with the Eagles right now. And we were texting about D'Amico the other day. Um, everyone's just excited and so very, very proud to be able to have a guy that we all played with very recently. And I just said it to somebody else in Houston. It be, speaks volumes that there's a former player, and he may be one of the first ones ever in the NFL that captained a team wasn't too much longer ago that he just retired from playing the NFL. And then when he gets his first opportunity to be a head coach, his former team signs him back. So, I, I mean, that, that, I think that's history in the making right there. But um, I think he's got the entire 110% of the alumni behind him. And I, I think he's going to be able to implement some, some new strategies and new ways of handling things there in the house. You know, it's actually it's less common than you would think even amongst Hall of Fame players. And it hasn't always gone well, but usually it's when it's a, it's a Hall of Fame player that goes back and coaches his own team. Um, but like Dick Cut worked out pretty well. Yeah. And another couple of times it didn't work out so well. But it's for I think it's kind of emblematic of everything you've said about D'Amico that the other times guys have gone back and coached their own team, they were Hall of Fame type players. Yeah. Like they were almost being recognized more for their playing than their actual leadership ability. Where with D'Amico, he's a very, very good player, but he's not a Hall of Fame player. He's being recognized because he was he was such a good leader, Chris. And, 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 sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it, it, I was going to say, it just happened that he retired in 2015. You know, yeah. we're talking about the 23 season. It's seven years after he retires, he got a, a, a coaching gig, and then all of a sudden he's a head coach, and his first opportunity is back with his head uh, old team. I think it's just tremendous. You know, one of my new favorite radio personalities that I just discovered this year was Angelo Cataldi. From WIP <laughs> up in uh, in Philadelphia, yep, I, I yep, think it's yep. uh, we're gonna play some audio from him later. Be or no, probably next week because yeah. um, for you to talk talk about how people up in Philly love D'Amico Ryan's, you got to understand everybody. Angelo Cataldi is a guy who refuses to play Andy Reid's voice on the airwaves because he hates him so. Much. <laughs> right, right. So this is a man that can hate An- this is a man can can hate Andy Reid, and I'm guessing that Angelo's at least okay with D'Amico. Oh, absolutely. There's a deep-seated uh, loathing that Angelo definitely has for, for Andy Reid. And that goes for a lot of people up here in the Philadelphia area. But, uh, <laughs> you know, speaking of Angelo, he's uh, retiring after the season. He's, yeah. He was going to retire if the Eagles were done. Uh, and then they ended up making the playoffs, obviously. So his, his career ended up extending all the way to the Super Bowl. He's going to hang it up after that. I'm devastated. I've been a lifelong Angelo Cataldi fan for, like, the last two months. And, <laughs> yeah. I, Chris, this is what I've done, too. I've made this pledge. I uh, I stumped so hard for D'Amico, and I and I kind of I was kind of taken aback by how convincing I was to to so many people. Probably Cal McNair and uh, and uh, Casario too. They won't admit it, but probably them. Um, that I've 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 committed that if D'Amico doesn't work out here, I am leaving this job, and I love this job. Yeah. But I am uh, my fate will now be intertwined with D'Amico's fate as head coach of the Texans. Um, so I guess I because you're a smart guy. Should I like um. Should I be like checking out like variable interest rates on my Polish home or anything the like this? Yeah, like yeah. do I need to like uh, how many years are you giving me? 
<laughs> I would just trail D'Amico wherever he goes after the Texans. But no, to to, to your point though, yeah, I, they'll love I that in Philly. <laughs> like here comes uh, here comes D'Amico Ryan's personal <laughs> valet. <laughs> like those little guys, you know, troubadour. Yeah, you, gotta, gotta, personal, yeah. you got a personal hype man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I think D'Amico, as long as he's given the keys to the to the Corvette and and he's able to kind of steer this ship in the right direction. I think they're going to give him every opportunity to have success. And, uh, you know, as a former alumni of the team, uh, I, I think it's just great. And um, there's a lot of us that are very, very excited for the future. All right. So, Chris, um, Super Bowl up there. So I'm, I'm sure Philly is going crazy right now with this uh, Super Bowl coming up. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking uh, with the uh, Chiefs-Eagles coming up next week? You know, in past years with the, the Chiefs and, and with Mahomes and everything, I think everyone always would play them as a favorite and stuff. But – the way this uh, season's gone for the Eagles right now, um, when they're clicking at 100% and everyone's healthy, um, they're a very, very, very tough team to even hang with. Um, and they got so much confidence um, right now rolling into the uh, Super Bowl that it's going to be a pick them. You know, I've been Vegas, I'm assuming, right before the game. What is it? Is it still three points or whatever yeah, it is? Yeah, Eagles two um, and a half, I think, right now. Yeah. Two, and a, two and a half. Yep. I mean, I imagine it would get closer, but uh, yeah – I'm going to ride with the whole – I mean, I'm an adopted Eagles fan now, guys. We moved here in 16, 17. They won the Super Bowl, and my kids are, like, adopted Eagles fans. You know, we still pay attention to the Texans and root for the Texans and stuff, but uh, we've become, uh, you know, kind of a hometown team up here. So, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm buddies with Jason Kelsey and Connors on the team and that kind of stuff. So um, being able to kind of see those guys have some success would be great, but I definitely think it's going to be a very entertaining game. As you know, Jason Kelsey's done a great job making me not hate Travis Kelsey. I uh, I used to have Travis Kelsey, but now that with that podcast, the podcast is good. The podcast yeah. they do together, I kind of be like, okay, all right, I get it with Travis. Okay, he's Jason yeah. is much more my kind of guy, but I get it with Travis. I mean, they struck that podcast with the irons hot, and they're oh, yeah. they're hitting full tilt now with the Super Bowl for sure. But uh, imagine being their parents; it's a great situation. To be oh in. yeah, are you so? Are you buddies with Kelsey because you guys are part of? Uh, like some sort of underground center community or something like that. Uh, I wish there was an underground center community, but that'd be, that'd be a, I should create something like that. You but should. No, I, I I met him through Connor. And, you okay. know, they played at Cincinnati together in college, and met him years back when I was still playing, and, and we've definitely just kept in touch over the years. Oh, and then I'll um, before we let Chris go, I think I've told this story to Chris before, but maybe maybe not. Um, the first time I met Chris Myers, I didn't actually meet him, but we were doing combined practices with the Broncos. And I was looking forward to it because Tom Nalen was a really, really good center for the Broncos. But that year, Nalen wasn't going to be – he was either injured or not participating. So I was kind of bummed out. But then I was even more bummed out because um, this little dude with a shaved head was kind of a pain in the ass. I was like, <laughs> this, this, this is Myers kid is actually kind of a handful and it's making me look bad. So uh, that was my first introduction to Chris Myers. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely didn't have fun reaching you on some goal line plays and some games, but but uh, you know it's been a uh, good relationship since. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Chris, last one before we get you out of here. Um, are you happy now for the Miami Hurricanes that all of the money that's getting funneled to the players is above board and legal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that now that uh, everyone can get legally get paid for everything, uh, I'm regretting not taking some stuff in college. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I knew uh, it. Uh, I know. I definitely, tur- I definitely had opportunities that I definitely didn't take because I was a straight laced kid. But, I know, uh, you had the whole grandma uh, thing going on. He, yeah, exactly. uh, how am I going to explain this to grandma if I get caught? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I was definitely living vicariously. That's for sure. There you go. There you go. Hey, what are you up to these days, Chris? 
Other than chasing your kids around. Yeah, so I've been chasing the four kids around, which keeps me busy, uh, crazy. I've been uh, still coaching at a local high school up here with South College High School and enjoying that process, coaching offensive line and um, being able to kind of give back a little bit. So um, that takes care of the, uh, the definite fall time. But uh, being able to kind of be around for the four kids and um, their schedules is the most important thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Jimmy Morrissey's one of your guys, right? You, you were texting me last season when Jimmy got in the lineup finally. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy's a LaSalle College high school kid, too, as well. So, you know, when he got there two years ago, I uh, reached out to him, and we keep it tapped. So he comes back and works out with some of the younger kids. So it's a good little uh, get back for the, uh, the younger kids at the school. Good stuff. Chris Myers, former Texan center. Hey, man, appreciate you making some time for us, and I know you're just as excited as everybody else for uh, D'Amico Ryans and what a big day this is today. So we'll catch up with you soon, man. Absolutely, guys. Have a good one. Good All talking right. to you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.